In Episode 9 of the Making Connections podcast, I talked about creating a vision for your future. I thought I was finished with that topic, but I would actually like to go a bit deeper today and tie the idea of vision in with focus. After all, if you have 2020 vision, your vision is in focus, right? And stay tuned to the end of the episode today. I have a special offer for you. I spent most of my life working hard to build someone else's dreams, only to end up with no job, no severance pay, and only one week's notice. I vowed to find a way to build the dreams I had put on the back burner. The question is, how does a woman in her 60s build a successful online business from scratch while working a full-time job and without going into debt? This podcast is here to give you the answers. Follow along as I learn and share the best tools, resources, and connections to help you grow your own online business. My name is Cherie Miller. Welcome to the Making Connections podcast. Steve Jobs said, if you're working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. This, my friend, is the key to success. It's funny, I was just talking to a coach earlier tonight, and I was asked what the number one thing I felt was that someone could do to help me achieve my goals. Do you know what I said? To be a cattle prod. Then I ran across this quote from Steve Jobs. It really made me pause to think. Why do I think I need to be prodded along if I'm working on something exciting? something I truly care about, and it made me realize I need to work on better developing my vision. Could it be that the reason we live dull, mundane, routine lives that bore the socks off of us is because we have no real vision for what we want our futures to be? Or maybe we have a vision for our future, but it has to compete with our focus on our present circumstances. I think most of us probably suffer from a bit of both. So how do we correct our vision? There's an old Indian tale of a Cherokee elder and his grandson. The old man is talking to the young boy about the battles we all face in life. He tells the boy that there are two wolves inside of every man. An evil wolf full of anger, jealousy, greed, self-pity, inferiority, lies, ego. You know, all the negative emotions we experience in life. And there's a good wolf full of peace, joy, love, hope, humility, generosity, truth, faith, and all of the positive emotions we experience. The young boy asks his grandfather, which wolf wins? And he replies, the one you feed. We feed things by focusing on them and giving them energy. What we focus on grows. If we don't like the circumstances we find ourselves in, we can change them. We just have to feed what we want and starve what we don't want. But here's what we usually do. We look at the past with regret and the future with worry and never live in the present. So instead of changing our circumstances, we simply replay the past over and over again into the future, creating more of the same. It's time to stop. Just stop it. I'm not saying you should ignore your present circumstances. 
It's helpful to understand where you are now if you want to know where you're going. Have you ever tried to use Siri for directions without letting her or him? My Siri happens to be a South African male. But have you ever tried to ask for directions without letting Siri know where you are? It just doesn't work. You have to let Siri find your present location before you can get directions to your destination. Life is very much the same. You need to assess where you are. Determine where you want to be clearly, not just some vague general direction. And only then can you map out a route on how to get from here to there. What I don't want you to do is to dwell on the past. It's over and done. You can't change it. So you need to forget about it and leave it in the past where it belongs. Regret is a waste of time and energy. All of us have things we could regret in our past. None of us are perfect. My past is far from perfect. There isn't a commandment I haven't broken. But thank God for grace. If God doesn't hold my past against me, who am I to wallow in regret over it? One of my favorite preachers, Charles Capps, once had a great revelation. He said God told his people they could have what they say, but they keep saying what they have. Do you see what a vicious cycle that can be? Our words are powerful. They focus our energy and set our intention. So if there's something you want to eliminate from your life, the first thing you need to eliminate is talking about it. We need to change our mental attitude. The thoughts, words, and actions that got you where you are today won't take you where you want to be tomorrow. So your first course of action is to assess where you are right now. But don't get stuck. You can't let your circumstances and surroundings distract you from your future goals. Consider this as a rest stop on your journey. You don't have to stay here. I guarantee you there are better things in store for you if you're willing to continue to move forward. The next step is to determine where you want to be in as much detail as possible. You can journal about it. You can meditate on it. You can create a vision board. Put as much detail as you can into it. If you tell Siri you want to go to the West Coast, but don't say which city, you may end up somewhere you never intended to go and don't really want to be. I can look back at my life now that I'm in my 60s and see that had I been more disciplined about envisioning my future, my present would be so much different than it is now. I didn't fill in a lot of details, but the few times I did, it's amazing how close my life got to that vision. I think I told you before about the vision board I created in early 2004 that I stumbled across in 2005 after I had moved across country. I was amazed that virtually everything I had put on that vision board had come true. It isn't magic, although it may seem like it when you do this. Some call it the law of attraction. It's been called the secret. Scientists call it RAS, or reticular activating system. I call it a biblical spiritual principle. As a man thinketh, so is he. There are a lot of scriptures that back up creating a vision, meditating on the promises of God, and saying what you want instead of what you don't want. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and we eat the fruit 
of what we say. Take some time to think about what you would like your future to be. Your health, your finances, your work, your relationship, your family, your spiritual growth, your business, your relationship with God. Picture in your mind's eye going through a day in your future life. How would it feel? How would you look? Where would you be? Is the sun shining? Are there raindrops falling on your skin? Can you hear the birds singing? Can you feel a gentle breeze blowing and hear the leaves rustling in the trees? Do you feel peaceful? Happy? Filled with love? Are you laughing? Dancing? What are you wearing? Who are you with? Fill out as much detail as you want. If you're working on a business goal, see yourself in your business. Are you speaking in front of a group, making a sales presentation, doing research, teaching a class, decorating a home, writing a book? The more details, the better. Involve all of your senses. What do you see, feel, hear, taste? Involve your emotions. Do you remember in episode six, How to Be Confident? I told you that your mind can't tell the difference between an actual event and an imagined one charged with emotion? This is where the practice of meditation and visualization can become incredibly powerful in your life. Spend some time every day painting a picture of your desired future in your mind. Reinforce it with your thoughts and words and emotions. If you can keep your focus on what you want instead of what you have or don't have, you can change your life. Getting an online business up and running can be difficult, but with ClickFunnels One Funnel Away Challenge, you can have everything up, running, and optimized in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at bit.ly slash OFA Challenge Offer. That's bit.ly slash OFA Challenge Offer. Welcome back. Now, let me warn you about the dream killers. You don't want to share your dreams with just anybody, especially in the early stages. I'm sure you've heard the saying, misery loves company. Well, that's the mindset of a dream killer. Darren Hardy talks about a certain type of crab in his book, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. These crabs are caught in a trap with a hole in the top and bait on the bottom. The crabs enter the top of the trap and eat the bait. More and more crabs come in. They could easily climb out of that trap anytime they wanted to. But when the bait has all been eaten, if one of the crabs tries to climb out of the trap, the other crabs will pull it back down. If it continues to try, they'll tear off its claws so it can't climb out. And if it still continues to try to escape, they'll kill it. The crabs, or the dream killers, don't want you to escape the trap. Why not? If you do, they will have to give up the lie that they've been telling themselves about how they can't do anything about their circumstances. Nothing will ever change. It's just life. You're stuck with the hand you're dealt with, etc. They can't be excited about your success because they're too busy feeling miserable about their own lack of success. 
They want you to stay right where they are instead of allowing you to escape from the trap. Now, all this is subconscious, of course. Your family and friends wouldn't purposely keep you down, or at least I hope they wouldn't. In fact, they think they're doing you a favor. They're protecting you from getting hurt by keeping your feet on the ground and keeping you realistic. But what really drives them is their own fear. The funny thing is, we're far too eager to take financial advice from our broke friends and family members. We're far too eager to take relationship advice from our single or divorced friends. And we're far too eager to take business advice from someone who has never owned a business of their own. Here's what I'd like you to do. Find someone you can relate to. Someone who is similar to you, except she has accomplished what you would like to accomplish. Remember this, it's important. If anyone has ever done what you would like to do, if anyone has ever risen above circumstances like yours or worse than yours, then you can too. Stop limiting yourself with your small beliefs. It's time to enlarge the place of your tent. It's time to lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Just keep your vision to yourself for a while. As it becomes clearer and you start making progress toward your goals, share them only with those who will support you and believe in you and encourage you. Some people can only believe in what they can see. Vision is being able to see what's invisible to others. So guard your vision, but grow it daily. I've had a couple of people ask me about creating vision boards. So I'm going to do a vision board workshop on Facebook Live. Mark your calendars for Saturday, March 28, and let me know in the comments or by sending me a message if you'd like to join in. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I believe it will help you put some details to your vision for the future. If you're in, I'll send you a list of supplies you'll need. Let's make 2020 a breakthrough year. I so appreciate you spending time with me. I know you've got a lot of other things you could have been doing. And you probably were doing something else while listening. And that's cool. I can relate. Your reviews and five-star ratings just mean the world to me. It lets me know I'm on the right track giving you information you find useful, and it helps others see my podcast. If you know someone else who might enjoy listening to the Making Connections podcast, please share. Until next time, I love you. I believe in you. Now lengthen those cords and strengthen those stakes. Your future is wide open, so dream big.